Championship swagger is in the air in Atlanta, and Kennesaw State is no different. We have our championship game on Saturday against Lipscomb, but the Braves win the World Series last night, a big boost to the community. We talked to Coach Walton and Macy Rainwater today about this, and here on Touchline Talk another week, Mateen, kind of talk about what you gathered from our conversation today with Coach as well as Macy Rainwater. You know, I think what we gathered is something that we can see on the pitch already in both the semifinal and the quarterfinal. And that's that Macy Rainwater is really feeling it right now. And so is this team. They have the belief that they can win. Um, I think they know that perhaps they're not going to be everyone's first pick to win the ASUN tournament, but they're putting that all behind them. They're putting the last two appearances that they've made in the final behind them. And they're looking to win gold this weekend. And we will talk a little bit more about that. Let's preview the game against Lipscomb and this Kennesaw State, as well as the success that they've had in the past getting to this point in this season. So we will get right to it. Coach Walton and Macy Rainwater. All right, I am here with Macy Rainwater and Coach Walton. Uh, well, let's start off with what happened last night. Braves win the World Series. How did you guys celebrate? What was kind of going through your mind last night? Uh, for me, I haven't watched the Braves since I was an infant, so it's just, it was a big night. My wife was filling me as a little emotional, very excited that they uh, finally got the job done. So I was 16 last time they won a World Series, so it's kind of cool to get number two. But, uh, yeah, it was awesome. Um, I watched it in my dorm room, and it ended with our entire family on FaceTime cheering, and there was lots of celebrating at um, back at the dorm. There was a lot of people outside screaming, so it was a great night. Finally broke the Atlanta curse of not winning anything. Coach, is there any chance we get that video? Or? Oh, yeah, I can share that video. <laughs> uh, my wife, I didn't know she was filming me. Yeah. Can't have a moment, so <laughs> yeah, it was good. You know, Coach, you know, talking about coaches, an incredible story is Brian Snicker, someone who gave so much to that organization before finally winning it. Is that something that you take into going into this weekend, finally trying to overcome that last hurdle? Oh, yeah, I'm always looking for inspiration and stories. I think, um, you know, watching the interviews last night, uh, you know, obviously Brian Snicker to be there 40-something years and to work his way up through there and to win a title the way he did it, you know, is just amazing. Um, I think listen to Freddie Freeman last night actually say that you know you've been doing this your whole life this is the one thing you've been waiting for your whole career your whole life and to finally get there is surreal and, and you know it just speaks championships don't just come by you have to there's a lot of patience and perseverance and hard work that people don't see when you see a team celebrating on the field and um so yeah it, it's something true to what we're going through too as a team and uh you know hopefully it'll help our momentum we'll see <laughs> And Jordan, we're lucky enough to be here with the team as they celebrate their Halloween. Of course, they were winning 1-0 against Bellarmine. That's why you guys couldn't celebrate. But, I mean, we're here with the star of the show right now, Macy Rainwater. Macy, right now, you just put in one of the best weekend performances that maybe this program has seen ever, definitely in a long time. And you're doing it as a freshman. I mean, what's happening for you right now? Is the ball just falling in the right places? Is it preparation? Is it the coaching? Um, I would say definitely um, having the best teammates out there on the field with you helps makes the world of a difference. Um, both the first and the third goals for uh, UCA were assisted by Kendall Higgs, and then the second one was Becky Contreras. And both of those, um, all three of those were literally just perfectly placed on my foot. So they make my job look much easier. But um, I think we had a few um, 
position changes and we really tried to like find a new flow so I think it's working in our favor and um, going forward definitely nice to have a little bit of confidence um, going into the next few games I was a little nervous going in just because it's something I've never done before and um, you know just conference tournament time got a little nerves going but I think um, scoring those goals and kind of getting back in that groove because I haven't scored in a long time definitely helps with confidence going forward and um, I think all of us are really, really pumped for Saturday. So we're definitely ready. So not too long ago, you were playing in high school, right? Now you're playing at the collegiate level, and then now you're playing playoff soccer. What has been the biggest difference between playoff soccer and just regular season in your mind? I would say either from high school to here, obviously there's a ginormous jump. Um, For my high school especially, we were 1A private, so it was not necessarily the most clean soccer and it's definitely once you're here you know you're playing against people that are three four years older than you so um that's definitely been one of my biggest challenges because I'm not um the strongest necessarily but you kind of have to find a way like with whatever works for you and what your strong suits are so I think I've kind of gotten into that um kind of got to like know myself better as a player um definitely with coach Benji's help he's been um there for all of us this whole season just being in great encouragement um I would say the biggest jump from normal season to playoffs is just the fact that you know if you lose you're done so we've been kind of going into it with like a one last game mentality like leave everything on the field and I think that that's definitely um helped our energy as well as like just giving it everything you have from whistle to whistle so you know a question for both of you this is a team that we've played before in Lipscomb, and their resume speaks for themselves. What is it going to take to beat this team? Um, you know, we got to treat it like any other game. We can't put, too, put them on some sort of pedestal like they're an invincible group. I mean, they're a very good team. They've had a great season. Um, you know, they always rise to big occasions, but we've shown we've done the same thing. You know, I think um, for us, you know, we all know it wasn't our, our best showing when we were in Nashville a few weeks back. You know, we get an opportunity to uh, regroup and put our best self forward, and uh, that, that's the goal. And the goal is to be our best version of us in this game. And not be so much, you know, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? I mean, I think we all understand what they're going to do. We, just, we have to execute. We have to have energy in this game. We can't go out and be flat. Thank you to Coach Walden and Macy Rainwater for talking with us today. A, a, a perfect day to be out there. They had their late Halloween. They weren't here for Halloween, so they're all dressed up in their costumes. Macy Rainwater is dressed up as a cow in a, in a cow costume. But Mateen, uh, put your vote in best costume out there today. You, I mean, you saw quite a few. Uh, I thought watching Tiana Rivera take warm-ups as a nun was quite <laughs> hilarious to see. 
Uh, that's something you don't see on a practice pitch all the time. And, uh, you know, hats off to her. She was a hero in the quarterfinal, scoring that overtime goal to put them through to the semis. She's going to need to come up big again in the final if they want to secure the goal, Jordan. So Kennesaw State, once again, in the final Saturday at 7 p.m. We'll be able to catch that on, on the way back from Robert Morris this weekend. But they're in the A-Sun Championship yet again, the third straight year, Mateen. Last year, a 1-0 loss to Liberty. Liberty no longer in the picture. Lips come now. Uh, kind of give us a rundown of what you see from this Bisons team. What I see from this Bisons team is no noticeable weakness, Jordan. Um, you know, this is a team that, is extremely strong offensively, defensively. They have a great keeper. Just look at their record. They have a 14-win, four-loss, and one-draw record. Uh, you can see what they've done in the playoffs. They've played two playoff games, have conceded zero goals, and have scored 10. Um, this is a team that is you know, coming with real merit in their play. Everybody knows the resume of women's soccer for Lipscomb, so – the Owls have a battle in front of them, and I think they're up for it, Jordan. I absolutely agree with you. And again, this is we, we've talked about several times throughout the year. This team has fought through so much adversity coming into the year. We didn't really know what the position group was going to look like. We didn't really know. I mean, they lost a lot of minutes play. They lost a lot of goal scores. They filled all of that. They filled all of the holes that were we were questioning coming into the year. And now this is a completely new team. I mean, this team has grown so much from day one now to what might be the final day in the A-Sun Conference Tournament. I mean, they have a chance to really pull something off that's special. And something that I think that was really interesting about talking to Coach Walton, I think the thing that stuck out with me the most is he said, yeah, you, you know, you got to give your credit. You got to you got to scout the team. And everyone knows Lipscomb is the team to beat. But. You can't put them on a pedestal. And I believe that's exactly the, the quote that he used. You, you can't just defeat yourself and allow this team to get in your head and that they're unbeatable. And that's exactly what they're going to have to do. And Kennesaw State, they have the weapons of a team. We've seen this all year. Rainwater has been out on fire lately. Rivera, one of the fastest players in, in the conference, especially on the edges, and also with picks in between the posts. I, I mean, I think that this team really has a chance to go out there and win on Saturday. I 100% agree. I think if the Owls can play their game the way that they know how, they can absolutely take it to Lipscomb. I think Coach Benji Walton is absolutely correct. I think a lot of teams have played Lipscomb a little too respectfully. They've let Lipscomb play their game, and they've tried to be maybe a little too defensive or a little too safe to let Lipscomb play with the ball and hold their back line tight and make sure nothing leaks through. What happened for those teams – they got scored on a lot, and they didn't score any goals. If the Owls can play their game the way that they know how, quickly through the front lines that they have all season, if Macy Rainwater is on fire like she has been all playoffs long, if the way the Wings have been able to facilitate their strikers like they have, it's going to be a great matchup, Jordan, and I'm excited to see what the outcome is going to be. I think it's just so impressive that we're sitting here – a third straight year talking about Kennesaw State in the final, not not in the semifinals, not in the first couple of rounds. I mean, they're able to perform consistently again in the third straight year in the final. But at the same time, they want to push through. And of course, they want to do that every single time. But this is going to be maybe the toughest test so far to do so. But once again, the playoff success that Coach Walton has put together here at Kennesaw State is remarkable. I, I mean, last year beating Bellarmine going to 
uh, faced Liberty in the final. And now this year you beat Central Arkansas for a second straight time. And, you know, I know you're a big fan of watching both those games this year, some of the best games the Owls have played this year. And then going and beating Bellarmine yet again. And you're right smack dab in the middle of where you were last year. And that was the goal that they continue to talk about and continue to set. They just keep saying, okay, let's get back. And then you can build on from there. And they're back. They're back, team. You know, Jordan, we've the story on everyone's mind today with us living in the metro area. You talked about it earlier, the Braves winning the World Series. I mean, it's hard not to draw a ton of parallels between these two teams. These are two teams that have often found themselves in a winning position to win it all and have fallen just short. Freddie Freeman came out with that that great quote talking about killing the narrative. You know, again, these are two teams that have had regular season success, got better as the year went on, have history of making it far in the playoffs, falling just short in the final. The Owls are going to have a chance here to follow the Braves' footsteps and kill the narrative this weekend. Love to hear that. Big thank you out to Coach Walton and Macy Ravenwater once again. That's going to do it for Touchline Talk on this episode. Stay tuned. Saturday. 7 p.m. It's going to be a great one, team. Can't wait.